Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Ladies, this is episode 40, where I'm going to be talking with Kelly Youngman, who is a Broadway performer in New York. And we're going to be talking about her experiences and her path to becoming a Broadway performer. She has the most incredible energy, zest for life, and incredible growth mindset. And I'm so, so excited that she's sharing her thoughts with us today about ambition, about resilience, about making it in a very competitive environment. And I just can't wait to get started. So let's get stuck in right now. Kelly, welcome on in today. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, you're so, so welcome. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you because today we're going to be talking about ambition and how ambition really kind of um, comes to the fore. You know, you're an elite Broadway performer and I would just, I'm so excited and so interested to hear what you have to say and and your view on ambition. So maybe before we get into that, you could just give us a bit of a background as to what your story is in terms of becoming a Broadway performer. Yeah, so um, I have been dancing my entire life. I grew up dancing and singing and acting since the age of three. So it's been a huge part of my life. And I ended up going to Fordham University and getting my BFA in dance um, through the Ailey School and Fordham University. So it has been something that I've known was part of who I am, but it took me a while to get to, of course, being on Broadway and making my Broadway debut. Um, so that was really a journey for me in terms of finding exactly where I fit in in the performing arts industry, discovering what my strengths were, and also. Um, just allowing myself to want the career that I wanted to have and to allow myself to have it. Um, so yeah, after many years of training, I finally, I guess it must've been like after almost 20 years of dedicating my life to being a performer is when I finally made my Broadway debut. So yeah, and I'm still doing it now. It's beautiful. So, I mean, it's obviously a unique industry. Not many people have an insight into your industry at all. Um, and I'd just be really interested to understand because I'm sure it's, you know, huge amounts of hard work that has to go into it because I know you, you sing, you dance, you act, you do the whole shebang. And, you know, it'd be interesting to understand, like, what ambition means to you in that space. Like, what does that kind of, what's that, what's that felt like as you've kind of moved through your career? I think that ambition has ended up also feeling a lot like perseverance or resiliency. I feel like there's lots of other um, elements that come into it, but the biggest thing was really when I decided that I was going to do it. 
that I decided I was capable of doing it because we can, and I think that translates in a lot of, in a lot of areas of life, but we can be doing all of the things, but if we don't have the belief behind it in what we're doing, it changes how we show up. It changes the experience of it. Um, And I think that's been something that's changed for me is just how I'm now experiencing my career, knowing that I believe in myself in this way, that I can pursue what my goals are, that they're attainable. I think that that's morphed a little bit as I continue with being resilient and, you know, being willing to face challenges and being willing to keep putting myself in the position to thrive. I think that's sort of what ambition feels like to me now. Um, The willingness to go through all of the things to get the thing you want. Yeah. See, what's interesting about that is I often think about ambition as being quite a practical thing. It's like, this is what Mm -hmm. I want to achieve. And do I have the commitment? You're talking about resilience there and persistence, which is the kind of the same thing. But it's also more, there's more to ambition than just those two things. It's not just what you want. And do I have the commitment to make that thing happen? You've also talked about, do I also have the self-worth to tell me that I deserve this opportunity in the first place, to tell me that I can do this, to, to believe in myself, you said. Yes. Yeah. I think the belief is the biggest thing, right? And I I think that's what changes. I think that's how you can sort of fuel the ambition to being something that feels really, I don't know, I just lost my words, but I feel like it's like you can have that thing that's the dream in the future. And when you fuel it with the belief, then the ambition sort of morphs into a possibility mm-hmm. versus something that's like really far away from you. Yes. Like it ends up being something that is clear and attainable when you're using that ambition fueled with belief. Um, and yeah, that worthiness piece of it that says, yes, I can do this. Yes, I'm capable of doing this. And this is what I've decided I'm going to do versus I think. I think sometimes we use ambition to our our disadvantage when we start using the ambition to to form goals that we think are possible, we think they're probable. Um, So yeah, I think there's like, when all of those things are mixed together, then there's like endless possibilities. Yes. And I think, you know, there's a natural energy and a commitment and a determination to make something happen when that ambition is your own ambition. Because I don't know about you, but, you know, in my world um, and from personal experience, too, when I've set goals that I haven't really been that committed to, that driven by, you know, my motivation to go and achieve that (laughs) thing is pretty low, right? Or if somebody is telling you to do this thing, like, you know, I've, I've worked with clients before who, one example in my mind is there's a lady who is a doctor and we talked about it, you know. She wasn't engaged in it. It wasn't her thing. And, and it turned out that it was her parents who wanted her to be a doctor. It wasn't her, ah. it wasn't her driver, right? So the, the, the things were missing, you know, the, the, com- the combination of that sort of interest in the goal and that passion and that determination that you described and the persistence, but also mm. like, do I believe that I can do this? All those three things together, I think, seem to create a really good, um, a really good recipe, if you like, for creating successful outcomes. Yeah, a hundred percent. I yeah. couldn't agree more. Yeah. So I'd be really interested to hear from you, like this belief that you have in yourself. Can you give us some insight as to maybe some little steps 
that you know listeners could take for example to build that sort of sense of worth that sense of self-belief in themselves yeah i think i think that the the fastest way to do this is just cultivating a lot of love for where you are now i think that when we sort of look at wanting to achieve goals it gets us into this future place of thinking we are going to feel a certain way once we have that accomplishment. Um, so again, it's like bringing that to the present. So I know for me, the way that I did this when I was working on my goal of being on Broadway, I used to just affirm to myself that I am a Broadway performer. Like I would just act as if I was going through my day as a Broadway performer. How would I feel as that version of myself? What are the emotions I think I would be experiencing throughout the day? What would my schedule look like? What would my priorities be? So I kind of took all of those things and just started that, like started applying yeah. them to my present life. So I think that's really one way you can do it for, for any goal is like really tapping into the feeling place of embodying the person you want to be now. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can also just look for ways to reaffirm your belief. So one thing I used to do as well is like, I used to run on the treadmill at the gym and every time the commercials would come up for Broadway, which on a news channel they do often, but I created a belief that every time I saw that, it was reaffirming my identity as a Broadway performer. I used little things that were happening in my reality as signs to just reaffirm my belief. Mm. And I think that's one of the things that people don't realize is that you can actually create beliefs. Like beliefs are just thoughts you keep thinking and you can choose to keep thinking whatever you want about yourself, your goals, your life, your, all of it, right? Like anything, you just get to decide what you want to be true for you and then live from that place. Mm. Um, I so think those that's really yeah, those are my top my top tips that are coming to mind. Yeah, I think that's really, really sound advice. So when we last um, spoke, Kelly, we were talking about this concept of ambition. And you said something that really resonates with me, which I really liked. You said, I think a lot of people can run the risk of confusing ambition with the concept of hustle. And I love mm. that. But can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I think when it comes down to it, the main distinction is the feeling, right? Like, and, and I guess this is where it goes into different places because people ex might experience hustle as a different way. But in my, in my experience, the hustle feels like it's coming from a, a needy place. It feels graspy. It feels almost like a desperation. Like I gotta have that thing. And like, yeah. it's like lacking the faith that it's possible that it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So it's like that forcing, grinding, hustly energy that feels really depleting a lot of times. I find that people who are living in the hustle are operating from a place of empty. Like they're not taking the time to fill themselves up and to like enjoy the process. I feel like hustle sometimes doesn't feel pleasant. It's yes. when we're like, oh, I got to get this done. No do matter. It. Yes. And it's like. I feel like there's, there's something to be said about commitment, right? Like that came up already that I think can be really enjoyable. And I think mm. that when you're ambitious or when you have that ambition, it can feel um, 
pleasurable. I think yes. it can feel more fun. I think it can be lighthearted. I think that, yeah, it can still be accomplishing the same thing that you're doing through the hustle, like the same actions can be taken. But what I find is the difference is the experience of it. So the hustle is like usually not very fun or good feeling, but then the ambition can be fueled through inspiration. It can be yes. inspired action. Yes. And actually when we operate from that place, then everything we want to do can happen so much with so much more ease. Mm. We can like feel luxurious in our time. We can still have the same list of things to do, but it doesn't feel crunchy. Yes. Like it doesn't feel like if I don't do this, I think, oh, and that actually I think is another point is that I think sometimes with the hustle, we start aligning our value with the outcome, right? Like I got to get this thing because if I don't, who am I? Mm -hmm. Or if I don't get this thing, like I'm not successful or yes. I'm not valuable. It becomes an identity, yeah. an identity yes. statement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Versus then, right. If we're just being ambitious, it's like, great. Like I'm a, I'm a life coach. I'm a Broadway performer. These are, this is who I am. These are the things that I get to do. These are the things I want to accomplish, but I'm not needing those things to create my sense of self or my identity or my worth or, or anything. That's right? a huge like that, dis distinction, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's a huge distinction because like you say, there's not like this pressure when you're hustling, mm. this is pressure because you have to deliver because if you don't, there is a question of self-worth and identity and who am I and where do I fit into this? Um, yeah. And these yeah. things are all obviously interconnected, aren't they? In terms of how we view ambition, how we look at um, ourselves and how we look at setting the goal, having that commitment to it. Because I think that that purpose behind the goal has to be there. Like there has to be a per personal uh, purpose behind it. You can't just do it because you're being told to by somebody else to do it. There has to be a personal reason why you're engaged in that. There has to be this big why. Why does this thing really matter to me? Like, what is this thing for? Um, yeah. And that kind of creates that sort of emotional support, that cushion, if you like, you know, to stop you getting into that really brittle kind of state that you're describing when we're just driving for outcomes. We're just driving. We're just driving, forgetting the big why forgetting yeah. why this matters, forgetting that, you know, this is a journey. It's supposed to be fun. Yes. All of yeah. that. That's so interesting. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. I know you're really, really busy and it was really, really lovely to have you on today's show. Of course. It's such a pleasure. I love talking about this and I'm so happy we connected, Rebecca. I so enjoyed that conversation. Such an unusual um, insight into ambition. I'm so privileged to be able to get access to a Broadway performer, to be perfectly honest. And I'm just so delighted that Kelly has shared her thoughts with us today. Now, listen, if you want to get in contact with Kelly, you can just visit her website, which is Kelly with an I, kellyyoungmanwellness.com. She has also very kindly given us access to a free seven-day training, which is all about helping you set up a really healthy morning routine. So to access that, again, go to kellyyoungmanwellness.com forward slash morning routine. I'll make sure that all the links to that and also to Kelly's Instagram account are in the show notes. So you can just click on the links and get access. And of course, if you want to get ahead in your career too, then that's where we come in. 
We're absolutely here for you. If you'd like to download our seven habits of female execs who get promoted, please do. You just have to go to rebeccasfreegift.com and straight away into your inbox, you're going to get a whole heap of free, incredibly practical strategies to help you raise your profile, build credibility in the workplace and get promoted. I have absolutely loved today's conversation with Kelly and I'll look forward to seeing you next week. 